cartoon commentary is not intended for children. Tom, Keith, and Corey are usually wrong, and anything they say can and probably will offend you. Apologies in advance. Commence the podcast. Cartoon commentary. We're recording. So... Right, my body's ready. <laughs> Prepare yourself. Relax your anus. You guys have seen that? There's, there's that video that's been going around where, like, this guy, I don't know what band or singer or whatever, he's doing a concert, and, like, like it's, like, this, like, chill moment, and there's, like, just, like, some tonal vibes going on, and, like, everybody in the crowd's, like, quieting down. He's, like, getting everybody, he's giving everybody, like, instructional, um, like, meditation uh, type of like instructions Doing and some ASMR. Yeah, and like and the thing is it pans over to this girl and she's got her eyes closed and her head's tilted back and he goes Relax your anus. And she dismisses <laughs> like for a second she like accepts it and then like the next second Uh-oh. she's like what the fuck just happened? <laughs> like <laughs> uh, clench your taint. <laughs> <laughs> Let the heat flow through you. I don't, I don't even know how you do that. <laughs> you were you were you were channeling some Palpatine in that. Uh... <laughs> do is it. that is that how they shoot the Force lightning? They clench the taint really hard, and it just like explodes. Yeah, it's the secret, Keith. Yeah. Yep. Now I'm gonna have to edit that out in the future. I so I if that's the secret, giving out then Sith trade secrets there. Then yep. I'd be like uh, the most powerful <laughs> Sith in the goddamn Dude, world. Dylan, Dylan, Dylan's, a, Dylan's a fucking Tesla coil. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Do cracks lightning and farts thunder. <laughs> there you go. I love that. I w- do, do it. <laughs> do it. I was gonna. I was gonna tell you guys this quick story about when I used to work as a cook at Chili's when I was like nineteen, twenty, and uh, back then I was a smoker. And when you work in a kitchen. And you're a smoker. Well, I became a smoker because I worked in kitchens and everybody smokes in the kitchen because then you get to go outside the back door and stand in the alleyway and smoke a cigarette instead of working. So uh, we were working on like a weekend and it was real busy. And the rest of the kitchen, the other like five people working the line, like all managed to like clear most of the orders on their screen or clear everything enough where they could like leave whatever was cooking on the flat top or the grill or whatever and like run outside and have a quick cigarette because like this the other thing is when you work in a kitchen you learn how to smoke quickly um if you need to so you like you could suck down a cigarette in like two minutes um so i was working the fry station and everybody managed to get out there except for me and they like they had the back door still open. They could see me, and they were all mocking me from outside, just being like, "Ah, oh, look at Keith. He's got like twenty orders on his screen. They're all going into the red." And I was just like, "Ah, oh, fuck you guys!" And like, you know, it's like it's all in good fun. We weren't actually mad at each other, but like, they were heckling me so much that it was like distracting me, and I was trying to literally cook like twenty things simultaneously, and. I was like getting flustered and I turned to them and the worst thing happened where I, I turned to them and I wanted to say, what do you want to fucking fight? Like just being like frustrated, <laughs> but I mean, inst- I know where this inst- goes. instead all I said was, what do you want to fuck? <laughs> and, and then he dropped trowel. No, like literally, the brown eye. literally they all and died. That's how he learned what a trade was. They died <laughs> laughing. Like they, then- they all just like 
bent bent over like I thought were, you were bent over. I, I thought, yeah. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, and then he's bent know. over here. Hey, maybe I got confused. Hold on. And then he, <laughs> he, fuck, and, and then he fucked you over the fry station. <laughs> Yo, that's a dangerous, that's a dangerous fuck. You yes, know, you, yes, you, yeah. you lean too far forward and you're, uh, oh, you're, you're deep done. fried. Yeah. <laughs> you're done. <laughs> you're double dog deep fried. Yeah. So <laughs> The danger is what makes it so hot. <laughs> Yeah, but have you guys Fry ever? Have you guys ever had? Everybody's had a moment like that. You might not recall it. Off Were you bent back. over the fry station getting railed? <laughs> no. no, no. Everybody's had a moment though where you meant to say something and just like the wrong fucking thing came out of your mouth, oh, and like, probably. and then you were just like, "Wow, there's no, there's just like no recovery from that." Like, I can't, mm-hmm. I can't fix this well, situation. It probably happens on this <laughs> podcast often. That's so. true. Mm. I, I also I, I can't think of any time specifically, but I have another idea for a podcast, and it, does it involve got... me getting fucked over a fryer? No, no, no. no. It, it, it's it more involved... of a YouTube so, channel, to be honest. You guys have seen the <laughs> Carl Pinkleton and uh, oh, yeah. God, yes. And so, like, an uh, idiot, idiot abroad. abroad. Yes. Yeah. So, yeah. it's an idiot abroad, but it's me asking you guys questions. <laughs> <laughs> Because so, all the time you guys are like, Dylan, you're an idiot. I'm like, I know. I'm just asking questions, though. <laughs> I don't say you're an idiot. Oh, I, I, I fully... God, I just think they so. say you're, you're, really, you're really smart if <laughs> you know savage. you're stupid. So that's what there I am. I'm smart because I know I'm stupid. There you go. I mean, this is the thing, though, is that like if any of us ask Tom a physics question, we're going to come off as stupid. I mean, I've been doing that for years, and I still feel stupid because... Well, mainly because Tom hasn't taught me shit about physics. He just mocks me when I ask him well, questions. <laughs> I mean, he's a physics gatekeeper. A- what do you want? I did right. just ask I hold Corey. the power, Keith. You need you need to you need to be paying tuition to learn from Tom. Oh, fuck. Yeah, Keith. I, I I did ask Corey if this kid was legitimately his today. And that's <laughs> <laughs> so wrong. That's true. And, and when I was trying to surprise you with you guys with the the TV and stuff, and Corey walks in, like, we've been playing D&D, and Corey's like, uh, someone dropped their glove outside, and I was like, oh, I must have dropped it, and I brought in my TV, and then Corey's like, Dylan, you're real good at, like, spoiling your own surprises. <laughs> you can never keep a secret. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Ooh, what's up, Internet? Welcome to Cartoon Commentary, a podcast... Four crewmates in their 30s talk about old, new, and sometimes weird cartoons. I'm Corey. I dig my toes into the ceiling, Zamir. I'm Tom. Rubber spoon, rubber spoon, rubber spoon, rubber spoon, rubber spoon, rubber spoon, rubber spoon. Yes. O'Connell. I'm Keith. Marduk. Slayer of Tiamat. Barnowski. And I'm Dylan. Nice. And today we're talking about season two, episode two of C Lab twenty twenty one. Yep, I always get the year mm-hmm. wrong. Does it change? It does not. No. So we the are original the original cartoon was like C Lab twenty twenty. The original cartoon because yeah. they uh, okay. they took a, okay. a Hanna Barbera cartoon from like the seventies and they just re edited yeah. it to make this show. So oh, it was okay. C Lab twenty twenty, and then. The, the spoof sequel is C-Lab 2021. Okay, because I saw something, yeah. I think, in the intro where it said, like, 2020, and then they updated yeah. to 2021, and I was just like, yep. oh, so is this, like, a season two thing? <laughs> like, um, every before... every season represents a year? 
<laughs> Before we get into the episode, I have to say that just uh, C-Lab is one of my favorite, favorite shows, and I haven't watched it in years, and I was really glad that mm. uh, Keith picked this, because as soon as I started watching it, I was like, man, I like you know I love this show. I don't know why I stopped watching it. And then I mm. also very much like it, because MF Doom, is uh, he samples it in his music. Um, and uses actual quotes from C Lab, and it's absolutely fantastic. <laughs> it's it's a very so for Keith show. for Keith and Tom who have no idea who MF Doom is. Uh, it's a rapper who passed away. <laughs> well, I think this whoa, year, whoa, or last whoa. year. I'm not Keith. Last year, I know things. Mm. It's like I, I told you. Is, is I think jam. you asked me if I knew who Fat Rob was once. Not um, Fat Rob. Fat. Uh, <laughs> Fat Joe. Sorry, I messed up the story. Fat Joe. Um, That's my point. No, no, no. Wait, what happened was, so my, my uncle yeah, was going your to uncle, see a, Fat Rob, Yeah, yes. went to see a Nuts game, and, and yeah, he was sitting next to Fat Joe. He didn't know Let's who Fat Joe was. Let's do a best episode on the yeah. podcast, I guess. Just repeat all the stories we've told. Yeah. Yeah. I just imagine. I know. I know you told that story, and I probably already made this joke. But I imagine your uncle coming back and being like, "I met this guy. His name was Overweight Joseph." Uh, <laughs> I think that's the exact joke you said. Yeah, probably. Yes, yes, it is. I, I have. A, I, <laughs> you know, I have a particular brand of humor, and at least I'm consistent. So, with myself. do we want to? Do we want to go back over my penis? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> you know, what? go you back. Know, <laughs> We, we talk, so when you're when you're listening to cartoon commentary, there's a bingo card where <laughs> there's certain topics that always come up, mm-hmm. and one of them is my penis, uh-huh. mm-hmm. for multiple reasons, <laughs> usually the same reason <laughs> that comes up. Yeah. It's well, you just got to check all the boxes, yeah, and then you can yell. Yeah, we talk about my piece. Mm-hmm. Tom, it's it's about so yep. it's a podcast. We're we're doing a podcast that's mainly about Corey's penis and Tom's back, and they're totally not related. And the fact that Tom's back is broken is not because of Corey's penis. Definitely not. <laughs> I didn't I didn't work at a Chili's. That's true. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> Keith, how's your back doing, bro? <laughs> you know, surprisingly, my back is fine. <laughs> Everything I, else. It's your butthole that's No, hurts. you know what's bad is that. <laughs> what's bad is that I was going to say, actually, I have terrible knees, but that makes it so much worse. Oh, man. Uh, All right. It's not so, so I picked this episode. Actually, I, I like forgot about this show, and I was looking for an episode for this week because I kind of just run my life on the fly, you know, kids and full time job and whatnot. And uh, that like? So this is the thing though: is I actually watched a lot of C Lab um, back in the day, so mm-hmm. very familiar with the show, but I haven't watched it in probably like fifteen years. I don't even know. Mm, So what I did was I looked at some like top 10 lists that I found online. And this episode, season two, episode two, two, uh, Stimutax is the name of the episode. It was in multiple top 10 lists and I watched it and it was great. Um, (laughs) Because this show, it's short. It's like 11 minutes. Uh, If you cut out the intro music and the credits at the end, it's probably like nine minutes. Um, Yeah. Mm-hmm. It moves quick, and I'm pretty sure. Correct me if I'm wrong. Most episodes, if not all episodes, the C Lab blows up at the end. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So okay. it's like a non-canonical, like 
story so they can just like yeah it's do just, whatever the uh, fuck they want hmm. yeah everything could go off the rails and it's fine yeah which was yep. something i was wondering because this is the first time i've ever watched an episode of c lab so oh my really wow yeah. you never Come watched on, i don't it watch before. i don't watch we've been over this i don't watch like this kind of cartoon, see, unless it's Aqua Teen. See, I knew I, I knew somebody was losing uh, their virginity today after that story I told. So, I how's your back, Corey? Was that, hold on, was that how you lost your virginity, Keith? You lost my Sea Lab virginity. You, got, you, you your anal virginity was given to to Chili's. Yeah, well, you know, when you, when you ask somebody if they want to fuck. I mean, it's up to them at that I mean, point. Well, right? yeah. I mean, you've already, like, court, you've already or consented. Are you, to... <laughs> you think this would get us a chilly Or are you going to renege on that promise? <laughs> right? That's, I mean, no, because I'm, I'm a polite boy. You are a polite boy. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right. Let's, let's, let's talk about the episode instead of my butthole. So the episode opens. You notice it's a very like '90s rock intro. Yeah, it's yeah, it's like I, I can see why Dylan mentioned the uh, the intro. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's not it's like solid. it's not like the greatest, but it takes you back to an era, right? It's, it's, a, it's, just a, good, it's a good song. Yeah, it is a good yeah. song, but it's not. I mean, you it's know, no, it's no Aqua Teen Hunger Force intro. No, 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 no. It's no Pokemon by any means, but. <laughs> But it is, um, like you nope. said, it's it's a short show, so the intro song is kind of short, too. It just kind of gets yeah. like gets to the point. Mm. Uh, so Sparks, one of the crew members, uh, he basically has like a voiceover in this episode in the beginning and the end. And he he's explaining that he basically wants to make the world a better place. And while he's doing it, he wants to make an ass load of money. And we enter with Sparks asking Murphy... Uh, who's the captain, I believe. Uh, he asks him how he's doing, and Murphy replies, oh, pretty good. And Smark's like, well, how would you like to be feeling really good? And he offers him uh, a pill. And Murphy's, at first, at first, he's like, no, this is a clean ship. And he's like, well, no, it's an herbal dietary supplement. And he's like, gimme, gimme, gimme. Mm. And he takes it, it takes a few seconds to kick in, but when it kicks in, he said, like, literally, like, 30 seconds into the episode, one of the best quotes of the episode, he said, it's like a koala bear crapped a rainbow in my brain. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, like, all right, <laughs> go for it. So, I have the weirdest thing to derail us on that has nothing to do with anything you just said except for one word. Rainbow? Pill. Okay. Where's so, <laughs> as someone who worked in pharmacy for over 10 years, do you understand how much of a trigger word it is when someone uses pill? Oh, because you because you've heard it like 40,000 no, 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 times no. Instead of, so pharmacists will drill into you that in no uncertain terms you would ever type out pill. Like for instructions mm. in, a, in directions. Mm-hmm. It's always capsule. Mm. Or tablet. Tablet. Ampule, if you will. You'd never... Like, pill is just such a, uh, I guess, pedestrian term. It's, it's for... not It's not medical. Yeah. So, whenever I hear it, all I... It, like... <laughs> I guess I have, like, PTSD from working in pharmacy, where it's just like, nope, can't be that. Don't yeah. say that. Yeah. So, like... 
it like frustrates me, especially since uh, I don't. I've been. I feel like I've been hearing it a lot lately because my mom is always calling it like her pill. Like when she's she's in the uh, in the uh, hospital still, doing much better. Probably going to be released soon. But it's like mm, that's good. Good. Yeah. <laughs> Every yeah. time I hear that word, it's just like, nope, don't say that. And because the pharmacy is, like, such a different thing than even, like, nurses and doctors. I, where it's I just, will... like, it's it's a literal pharmacy thing. Because anybody else in the in the hospital will say pill. And it's just like, yeah, it's whatever. I, I have, like, something to say off of that, actually. But it's, like, from the other point of view. So, mm -hmm. as a patient, um, we won't get into details what I went through over the past three years. Corey, Keith, and Tom definitely know because of my friends. Um, but I did have to take some medication over the years, and pill is also a trigger word for me, so much that when I would go to my doctors, I asked them to use a different word. Because yeah. when they said they were prescribing me a pill, I almost felt like, honestly, I almost felt like a drug addict. Um, and mm. then when they actually changed the word to, like, tablet or something else, it actually made me, as a patient, feel better about taking it and it made me realize that it is medication that some people do need and you know i may not take it for the rest of my life and stuff like that uh cory yeah. i agree with you pill, pill is just a very dirty word it's just yeah you know it, it's yeah. it's like something it's like a word meant for like exactly this episode where it's just like hey yep. do you want to try this pill you know mm -hmm. like a drug dealer type thing like mm -hmm. Yeah, like you're not at a rave, like. Yeah, exactly. Was, like, <clears throat> this is uh, X I'm, or something. I'm wondering. See, we listen from your point of view, coming from your your pharmacy background. Uh, if we spoke to a drug dealer, what their preferred nomenclature is for, <laughs> for uh, you know, pills. Do they say pills uh, or do they? Their their nomenclature is probably just give me the fucking money. Uh, I mm. could... And they don't care. <laughs> I could sadly chime in on this, too. Uh, they, they, in that Statute of world, limitations. Yeah, in that world, they don't really use the word pill. It really depends on what pill you're getting. Stuff. And that pill has a nickname. Do you have ah. the stuff? Mm, stuff is more like a movie thing, too. I wouldn't... Oh, really? I, I've never... Yeah, Corey, never how many drug dealers have you bought from? <laughs> You know, I'm gonna get myself in trouble so, on this one. So, <laughs> I'm gonna get myself in trouble. No, so the thing is, I'll I'll back this up slightly because, like, I used to smoke weed like my early 20s, and there was one guy that when I when I used to pick up weed from him, um, he would, we would always meet at a pizza place down in like Kensington. We would just meet in the parking lot, and since we would meet at a pizza place, um. And usually, rip it and rip it. And usually, like you know, with weed, everything is sold in eighths. Usually, you know, it, it was just kind of like an easy way to do it. Where it's like, oh, well, the normal pizza is cut in eight slices. So hey, I'd be like, hey, do you want to get a slice of pizza? And he'd be like, sure, I'll mm. meet you there in thirty minutes. And like, mm. or if I wanted it, to, I'd be like, hey, like you want to go get two slices of pizza with me? And he'd be and like, and then you yeah. had sex in the kitchen. Yeah. So. <laughs> Well, that's like, you got you to pay you the pay. man. Yeah, come on. Yeah. So I I will just say this real quick. Um, I uh, <laughs> I did not 
I did not learn the metric system. <laughs> or wait, is it we use the metric You're system? There. Well, yes, uh, but it's I actually, use the metric system. It's not really like true to it, though. I don't think. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Hold on. What's what's <laughs> what's, what's the system? I have no idea what Corey's saying. He's like crying. <laughs> did you not hear the word reach around? I just no. I didn't say reach around. I said reach in there and get the money. See, there you go. Oh, I heard Ball reach around, wallet. which is why I was laughing. <laughs> God. That's like if you um, if you were buying drugs in England and you're like, oh, I have your money in my fanny pack. <laughs> <laughs> Why don't you reach your hand in there and get your doubloons? Yeah, <laughs> God, we're gonna have a code name for the money too. Or are you actually paying in pirate treasure? <laughs> gotta get that booty somehow. <laughs> He's like, man, where are these doubloons? Oh, you gotta plunder me first. <laughs> oh, oh man, he's pillaging. <laughs> All right, so oh, <laughs> uh, so what the fuck are we talking about? Yeah, so the captain had the captain had his line of it's like a koala bear crapped in a rainbow in my brain. Uh, Stormy walks in and you know a crew member, and he um. Sparks was just, just like, hey, take this. And he's like, okay. And then he says, uh, he has a question. He said, should my physical self feel like it's created from untold millions of minute bubbles? <laughs> and he goes, Sparks, I have total cognizance of every synapse in my cerebral cortex. I must ingest more of the ovoid capsules. So there you go. He didn't use the word pill. He called them ovoid capsules. And That's because he ascended. Yeah, he sounds way fancier. If, if you, the second he takes takes the medication he's like i don't know he like becomes one with yeah uh, what's the name mardok oh yeah Mordoch? yeah yeah mardok he doesn't Mordoch? reference him here yet but that yeah mardok slayer of tiamat hmm. so he asked for more and god how how yeah. how on eggshells were you when we were doing the intro keith um, so, like, yeah. you must have thought someone was taking it. Yeah, I really did. <laughs> Actually, I thought if anybody was taking it, Tom was taking it, but... Mm. Mm, I It was on my list of possible names. It depended on what Corey was doing. Yeah. Um, but I had, I had, I had potential backups. There was a couple different, a couple different things that were available. Because, you know, like I said, it's a highly quotable show. Uh... So then we go to the mess hall. The rest of the crew is sitting at a table. Uh, Debbie is explaining how amazing the Stimutax are and how she doesn't know what's in it, but she basically doesn't care. And Dylan, we knew some people in high school that, mm -hmm. like, like Pat, <laughs> mm -hmm. that, like, would literally... I remember one time he came up to me at lunchtime and he was like... I took these three purple pills that somebody gave me because I gave him my ice cream sandwich. And I was like, what oh are they? And he God. goes, I don't know. And then walked oh, away. Jesus. And I was just oh, like, God. God damn. Like, what a, <laughs> what a, what a beautiful frame of mind to be in of just being like, it just, there's no, <laughs> there's no anxiety about it. <laughs> like, but the thing is, as an adult nowadays, like I hear about all this stuff and I, and not only that, but I hear about like, people getting like cocaine and heroin that are laced with like fentanyl and stuff and people having like, mm. you know, 
uh, ecstasy and stuff that are like fentanyl and like all these like very dangerous things that people are then dying from. Yeah, but we you got to think too. Like when we were in high school, there were also those things. They weren't as prominent because weed's legal now. But mm. like when we were in high school, it sounds ridiculous, but we would always be worried about getting weed sprayed with Windex. True. Because when you spray the Windex on it, it makes it weigh more, and they could get more money for it. No shit. Uh-huh. Wow. Yep. Yeah. And if you smoke Windex, you're not going to be, be feeling yeah. good. Yeah. <laughs> well, so that was my, my wow. follow-up question was going to be like, is that even okay? No, it's not. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's not like, I don't. Obviously, smoking, you know, it's not great. It's not, I don't know if it would kill you. I don't think anyone should do it, obviously. But, like, you know, that's how scummy, you know, drug dealers are. They would do crazy stuff just to get the extra buck. And this is kind of like what happens in the episode. It's honestly, it's probably because the Windex, like, some of it would evaporate. But I I would imagine that in Windex, there's some things in it that don't evaporate. It still leaves shit behind, yeah. Yeah, so it still adds weight to it and the weight stays there. Because otherwise, you, you could just spray it with a little bit of water. That, yeah, and why would they would, just use water? Well, because because you'd have to spray it, like it would, not. It would be damp still afterwards. Yeah. If you sprayed it with water, if you want it to have the increased weight, it would have to be damp, and then you would know right away. But if you sprayed it with the Windex, let yeah. the Windex dry. Yeah, the water weight's gone, but it leaves behind all the the hard chemical crystalline stuff on there, which gotcha. still adds weight. Yeah. yeah. Uh, which is crazy. I mean, like we're t- we're talking like. You know, point oh five grams that this thing is going to add weight to, and people are spraying Windex on it. It's like that's Dude, crazy. People are cheap, man. And you yeah. know, if you just, I suppose, if you mixed sugar and water and made sugar water and sprayed it, it would leave behind sugar that would, it would make the weed look make better. It heavy. And it, and I don't <laughs> think it would be nearly as hazardous as smoking Windex. <laughs> Hold on, yeah, but of course uh, we're not on. we're not advocating you guys, anything. You guys, Kids, do not do any of this. We're you just saying hypothetically Tom having his uh, Heisenberg moment. Where he's <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say you guys gotta stop coming up with good business ideas on the podcast. <laughs> uh, so, um. So after Debbie's just like, ah, I don't know what's in it, but I don't care. Uh, one of the crew says, and I feel like I this I thought it was Stormy, but then Stormy shows up like later, like in the same room floating later. But uh, this crew member says he has the energy of a bear that has the energy of two bears, which is <laughs> a great. I think that was Marco, right? Is that Marco that was that I was thought doing Marco said grip, that when he was doing the, the ceiling? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, when he was doing like crunches while gripping to the ceiling. All right, because they didn't yeah, use his yeah. name in the episode when I was looking at the cast online briefly. I was just like, it looks like Stormy, but he's not wearing a shirt. And then Marco, he only has Eric like Estrada. three lines. So, yeah, he's hanging from the ceiling uh, by his toes, which they don't show. But Quinn questions him, and he's just like, but you're gripping your toes into NASA-grade titanium. (laughs) And he's like, this is all not natural, and you shouldn't be strong enough to do that. And then Murphy, the captain, says, oh, that's nothing. And he tries to bend a spoon with his mind, (laughs) which he fails horribly at. So, Tom. <laughs> what does he keep repeating? He keeps repeating rubber spoon, rubber spoon, rubber yes. spoon, rubber spoon. <laughs> yeah. See, well, I'm the, so the glad trick. you picked this episode because I love that. I remember seeing this episode way back when I was a kid. 
<laughs> and for whatever reason, hearing him go rubber spoon, rubber spoon, rubber spoon, rubber spoon, rubber spoon, <laughs> that just that made me lose my shit back then. And twenty years later, it still makes me lose my shit laughing. So he needs to realize the real way to bend the spoon is to realize that there is no spoon. It's from the Matrix. Yeah, because Keanu Reeves is the spoon bender. Whoa. Yeah, whoa. <laughs> it's hard to do the whoa though when he's doing all the cool stuff. Do you just like whoa yourself? <laughs> no. So Quinn decides to go and investigate what's going on here because everybody's on drugs and Quinn's like, "What the fuck?" So he uh, he's asking Sparks what's in the Stimutex, and Sparks like, "Oh, it's like ninety nine percent kelp," and won't tell him the other one percent. Um, so he's like, "You can't just like give test these pills on people." He's like, "Like when they do these tests, they test them on animals, blah blah." blah. And Sparks is just like, "Well, that doesn't make any sense because animals aren't going to use these." It's like, and he goes off on this tirade of how, how they test like makeup on animals, and animals don't use makeup. They should just test pigs, it on people. Pigs don't wear lipstick. <laughs> yeah. So which, I mean, the thing is, he technically has a point, but Quinn just goes, "Yeah, yeah, you're right. You know what? I'll take one." And Sparks gives him one. And then he goes, "Ah, I need to get a glass of water, though, to take this. And he walks away. So, like, did you guys, like, I don't know. Right from there, I I was. immediately he was going to look into it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I was just like, oh, Quinn Quinn has a plan. And that's without knowing anything about these characters. Yeah. At at this point in the show, knowing C-Lab, I was actually expecting the, the, the joke to be he was going to check out the pill and that there was it was just going to be straight cocaine. And, <laughs> uh, that's what I was waiting for. Yeah, but, yeah, that's a, that's honestly that's a very good, very good hypothesis because the way that they're all acting is yeah, yeah pretty consistent with that. Yep. Um. So back back in the mess hall, Murphy is trying to now bend a wrench with his mind, which is way harder than a spoon. Uh, Marco hanging from the ceiling thinks that he can possibly kill people with his toes because his toes are so strong. Debbie takes the wrench from Murphy and just like bends it for him with her hands. And then Stormy is in the corner sitting like crisscross applesauce and floating in the air. (laughs) And uh, they all decide, oh, we need more pills. Because apparently (laughs) with all of that going on, they're, they're not amped enough. So we go back to Quinn and he tests the pill or he, you know, gets the results of whatever test he did to the pill, finds that the secret ingredient is poison from the fugu fish, which is a blowfish. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, blowfish have neurotoxin. I don't mm-hmm. think that neurotoxin would make you, I, don't, I could be wrong, but I don't think neurotoxin would make you feel great. No, it, it would mm-hmm. like paralyze you and make you sick and kill you. But... Yeah. Maybe but, when it's mixed with kelp, it, it uh, oh, turns into cocaine. You know, we should try that, Tom. <laughs> <laughs> That's a secret ingredient that yeah. Colombians use. It's yeah. kelp. It was like all these times people died from eating blowfish. It was like, oh, because you didn't eat kelp with it. Yeah. So, I'm going to mix it in the kelp. <laughs> <laughs> so... Uh, Sparks finds him and shoots him with a dart 
full of stimmy jack. And oh, that part was great. Yeah. <laughs> ah, dart in the neck. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, the thing is, though, is it kicks in, and Quinn's just like, ah, oh, fuck yeah, give me more. <laughs> like, what was it? A, a requiem for a dream kind of moment, right? Yes. Cause they, oh, yeah. Oh, they yeah. do the eye dilation. Yeah. Yep, yeah. and you hear the, the sounds of the... the drugs or what it sounded like someone was shooting up or or lighting up a lighter at the same time yeah 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 that's true that was that was a that was a good movie of course we do have to point out because people people that listen to this will go oh but the eyes dilated and they really should have constricted because of the drugs they were taking yeah i don't know i'm just gonna say this real quick raccoon for a dream is nuts yeah (laughs) Yeah. that movie is Fucking nuts! I've never seen that. It's oh, I thought we watched don't it. Watch it Nate's. Don't watch it with your nope. kids. It's, Not me. it's it's a movie. <laughs> the thing is, you know, watch it with Keith. It's yeah. It's one of those movies that like I like it because it tells this like very crazy, interesting story. But the problem is, is that, and I haven't seen it in a long time, but I, mm. I saw it more than once. And every time I watched it, I was like, oh yeah, this movie's like crazy. And you watch it, and when it's over. You just feel like, uh, like that. That everything that movie is bad so happened. good. That movie <laughs> is so good that when I watch it, it's supposed to do this. That I like, I don't get anxiety, but watching the movie is just intense. And then you're yeah. right. Once the movie's over, you're like, oh my god, like what a relief. But like, there are some stories because there's four stories in that movie. Some of them end good, and some of them end horribly wrong. And then um, the movie ends, and most you're like, oh, shit. most of them end <laughs> yeah, wrong. Yeah, it's true. well, yeah. except Jennifer Connelly's story because that ended pretty good, right? <laughs> yeah, but she is. <laughs> <to ass. laughs> the only quote I know from uh, the movie: yep. "Ass to ass." Yeah. <laughs> And that's because our friend Kyle I have no context. That. I have no context for what the hell they're talking about. Uh, you do it at Chili's in the kitchen. Yeah. Uh, oh, that makes more yeah. sense. Yeah. 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 It's yeah. true. <laughs> Only in the fry station, though. You need the oil. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it burns at first, but then uh, like it's go, it's you don't burn. feel anything after yes. a little bit. Well, it's out. <laughs> Hey, listen, you work at Chili's long enough, you don't feel anything anyway. You're dead inside. Uh, true. <laughs> true. That's why he's bent over at the fry station. He uh, needs to feel, I guess. <laughs> All right. So back to the episode. Everyone finds Sparks. They demand more stimmy tax. Debbie uh, wants to up her dose. And everybody at this point is looking like gaunt, like they are... Mm. husks of people like because they stop drinking they stop eating like and they're on something that seems to be acting like a stimulant uh so debbie wants to up her dose but he says everybody only gets one and then murphy is like what do you mean everyone only gets one are you running out of them and then stormy says it's imperative that we're given preference over these mendicants Marduk commands it and murphy's (laughs) like who's who the hell's Marduk?" And Starby says, the sun god who dwells inside me. And Murphy says, in front or in back. (laughs) 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 I was like, uh, it was good. And Starby says, Mardok, son of Ea, slayer of Tiamat. And, you know, we're just like, okay, everybody's going fucking crazy. So 
Sparks tells them, he's like, you all look like you're zombies. And he's like, Debbie, look at yourself. You need food. And she goes, if I eat food, there won't be any room for Mardok, Slayer of Tiamat. (laughs) (laughs) So I think she confirmed he's in the back. (laughs) Well, or the front. Uh, Well, I I mean, it depends on Uh, how she's situated, I guess. That's true. So, Stormy <laughs> says, Mar- Marduk desires not the barren wasteland of your desiccated viscera, which is, <laughs> that, was, that was like, fuck. All right. Debbie. Got the yeah. And then, Quinn says, Marduk can kiss my black ass because I need some more stimmy text. Quit, quit being a bitch and fill me up. <laughs> And then Sparks just gets pissed off at all this, and he's like, that's it, no more. And he, he, he goes to run, but he throws the, the bottle of Stimutex that he has, and the he rest of the He'd take this crew... episode so he could say the words, kiss my black ass. No, that was just, that was just an added benefit, and yeah. <laughs> I actually, that was, that was going to be one of my backup intros. <laughs> so, kiss my black ass, Bernowski. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> why not? <laughs> uh, uh, I guess that's... Is it cultural appropriation? <laughs> uh, oh, but yeah. Yeah. So... Specifically ass appropriation. Uh, yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> but they, they appropriated yours if back you're, Wait, hold on, hold on. <laughs> if it's, I guess there this it is. is payback. If, it's, if, <laughs> if you appropriate somebody's ass, are you a butt pirate? Yeah, I, Wait, I think so. Yeah, I'd have to say. Are you? I guess you're taking something. <laughs> taking <the booty. laughs> yeah, I, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> so <Arr>. the crew <laughs> eats all the pills that fall on the ground. They track down Sparks down to his room, and he yells that there's no more stimmy tax and the fugu fish is extinct. And they all start punching holes in the wall. Just in time to see him basically escape into like a submarine. And then as he's, you know, piloting the submarine away, Sparks explains in the voiceover that after he left, the crew destroyed themselves and we basically see the sea lab explode. And then he explains that his journey will continue, but nobody knows where it will go. But he's not alone. Right, Mardok? <laughs> and Mardok says, eat some more pills, pillhead. And then Sparks, literally chewing pills, goes, you totally rule. And Marduk says, I totally already know that. <laughs> and that's it. And then there the is... uh, outro song has some Marduk jamming yeah. up to... Uh... Yeah. I, I, well, I don't know, is is that the regular outro song? Uh, I do not believe so. Or is it special for this episode? I think it was special. Yeah. 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 So um, that, ladies and gentlemen, is called a speed run. Yeah, that was the quickest we've ever done a podcast. Well, we wow. we, we missed one. We missed. I one mean, thing. we're not done, but like, yeah. I, I'm just like looking at the time and the fact yeah. that we've talked about what happened in the episode, and it's not even mm. ten o'clock. It's like what the hell. So <laughs> I I should have wrote something down, but my favorite joke, and let's see if you guys can uh, see what it was. But somebody says something to Sparks when he's sitting down. It's like kind of near the middle of the episode beginning, and he realize he like his his mouth is like kind of not frowny, but it's like it's not edited, so it's like he's just sitting there. 
and then someone mm. says something and he realizes he's right, and then his mouth just kind of smiles real quick, like it's yeah. real small. I have to. I'm. I have to look it up. Let was me look it, up the episode. Was he? I think he. I think that happened when he talked about is this legal to sell to children? Oh yeah. <laughs> no, does it? <laughs> and then like it was that. the blank smile. Yeah, I, it was I blank he, face, and then asked, all of a sudden a smile. But he asked that for himself, though. I think he's like, I yeah. wonder if this is legal to sell to children. <laughs> and well, there was some exchange between him and. Well, for lack of a better term, the black guy, because I don't remember anybody's name. Uh, Quinn. Finn. Quinn. Dr. Finn. Uh, Quinn. No one knows Sorry. his name, apparently. Dr. Quinn. Uh, can't believe I called him Finn. And, and Quinn uh, basically concedes that whatever point he was trying to argue, Sparks is right. <laughs> uh, I gotta look this. Oh, yeah, that. yeah. When it was about the animal testing. Yes, yes. Why, why, should, why should we test on animals, you know? Yeah, because then Which he is, was just like, "Oh, well, you, yeah, you got a good point." Like, yeah, I'm watching <laughs> this real quick to see if I can find it. But I don't know. So, how many Keith's uh, plundered booty out of oh, ten no, would you give this episode? No, I love that. See, scale. I open myself up to you guys and share this. You open yourself up story. to plenty of people at Chili's. That's hey, for sure. Listen, yeah, you got to pay for the drugs, okay? <laughs> and the, hey, listen, and trust me, at Chili's, there's a lot of drugs. <laughs> no, we had a dishwasher that smoked crack in the bathroom. He eventually oh, got wonderful. fired. Yeah. Uh, shout out to Chili's. You want to sponsor us? You know, we're here. <laughs> nah, nah, what we're doing is we're already getting sponsored by Olive Garden. <laughs> we're just trashing the competitors. <laughs> Yeah, I'd fuck those bread. I'd fuck up those breadsticks. Right? Were well, you about yeah, to say you were going to fuck those a, breadsticks? I, I, I almost had a keep there. Exactly. <laughs> wow, that was close. Corey, Corey's like, I love Olive Garden. I fuck all the breadsticks. <laughs> everybody, everybody at the table is now looking at these mangled, this mangled bowl of breadsticks. <laughs> we need another basket. <laughs> They're like, shit. These, these, these used to look a lot tidier. <laughs> Damn! <laughs> I'm chugging these breadsticks. <laughs> before before Keith Oofing gets rating, I, I I do have something else to say about the episode, and this is just from I guess personal experience. Um, I really like the episode because uh, I could relate to a lot of it. Um, I I will say that I you know used to sell weed, and coming from like a I guess a drug dealer's point of view, I could see what Sparks was doing like the entire time. I was like, oh, I actually may have done some of this stuff in real life like a long time ago. (laughs) (laughs) Or like at least one of the writers was like, hey guys, I got this great idea for an episode because it was me in my 20s. Yep. Or me in my teens. (laughs) Like even the idea where he's like, I'm going to sell these pills and I'm going to make a lot of money. I was like, I'm going to sell this weed and make a lot of money. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, generally, I feel like if you go to sell a drug, it's you know, you're mm-hmm. you're trying to make money. Like you're not like, yes. hey, I'm I'm just doing this like for, for charity, fun. <laughs> no, you know what was for funny? Charity. You know what was funny is that I used to think so. Like way back in the day when I used to smoke weed, um, there was a couple different people that I bought weed from, and like over the course of a few years, and like. Like some people, like I would talk to them about it, and like One they always, they, they always, 
<laughs> Dylan can't incriminate us. So <laughs> Sorry. one one of them one of them that I talked to though, uh, he always made it sound like he was like, oh yeah, he's like, you know, I don't really. I don't sell a lot. I sell enough just to make like my own stuff free, basically. So it was just like, oh, like, wait, mm-hmm. you're a drug dealer to pick up weed to sell enough so that way the weed that you smoke is free. Yep. And like, the thing is, though, is that it came out after the fact. No, he was selling a shit ton of weed. <laughs> he was making yeah. a lot of money. And he was just like, oh, like, it was like this story that he was telling to like, like this is when I was in college because he and the reason why I know this is because he got caught and his dorm room got raided, and like he had a fuck ton of weed in there, and it was like, dude, you are either smoking like an ounce a day, or you're making a ton of money, and I'm guessing it's a ton of money. Like, yeah. uh, I'm actually looking up. Oh, is it a list? I gotta find the list of it. It's uh, Notorious B.I.G.'s Ten Crack Commandments. Uh, and one of his one of his ten crack commandments Never is don't get high on your supply. own supply. Thank you, Corey. <laughs> See if I can find a list of it. Oh, ten crack commandments: Never let anyone know how much money you have. Oh, there you go, Keith. Yeah. Uh, never let anyone know your next move. Never mm-hmm. trust anyone. Never use what you sell. Never sell where you live. Never take credit. Keep your family and business completely separated. Never keep, oh, never keep any crack on you. <laughs> if you aren't being arrested, stay away from police. And consignment is not for novices. Mm-hmm. Yep. Ten crack commandments. Wait, I'll check it out. In your own, oh, it's in the song. Don't get high in your own supply. Yeah. yeah. That was that was the uh, that was like one of the first ones you read off. Yeah. <laughs> So I'll go first on the ratings. I'm going to give this show an eight and a half because I like it. It was very nostalgic for me because I watched this, like like I said, and I don't know when this came out exactly, but it was probably 15 plus years ago. Um, I was... I was really enjoying the episode. I like that they're short. I like that it's non-canonical so that way you could basically jump into the show at pretty much any episode ever and be perfectly fine. The show is crazy. It's very quotable. Um, I don't know. It's like, it's one of those things that like, you could either binge watch an entire season in one night very easily because they're short episodes, or you could be like, man, I have 15 minutes to spare. What am I going to do? You could literally slam a whole episode and have four minutes left to yourself. So I think it's good. Yeah. Um, I am going to echo Keith's score of 8.5. That's what I had in my head after watching this uh, earlier today. Uh, It was wonderful, the nostalgia I got for this, because I used to watch this all the time. And to Keith's point about, you know, being able to just binge a season, I remember doing that as an undergrad when I was like, uh, I don't know, like with the freaking uh 18 years ago i remember one weekend i'm like well i got nothing better to do except homework well let me just uh put c lab on and i actually i think i watched the entire series i I cranked it out in like four hours yeah i was gonna say it probably wouldn't take you very long (laughs) yeah uh but yeah uh i give it an 8.5 uh it is very quotable it reminded me of so many things that I, i used to quote from the show and uh, also, we didn't mention the the creators, uh, was it Matt Thompson and 
uh, was it? Uh, can't believe I'm spacing on his name. Adam Reed. Uh, I was gonna call him Andy Reed. I was mixing him up with with the uh, the coach uh, for the Chiefs. Um, no, uh, Adam Reed. He he also did Archer and Frisky Dingo and. Oh really. Uh, yeah, he he did a, a number of shows. Uh, in fact, he does he voices the character of the doctor on this show, which uh, the medical doctor. We I don't think we see him till later in the season, but uh, yeah, he. Anyhow, it, it just reminds me kind of Archer too, uh, with some of the jokes. So, yeah, I love the show. Give it an eight point five. I already watched the next two episodes, and I, I think when we're done tonight, I'm just gonna play it till I fall asleep. <laughs> So, uh, I'll go. Um, I'm giving it a solid eight. Uh, I'm kind of going to echo what you guys said too. The, the nostalgia thing, like as soon as I turned it on, like I said before, I was like, why did I stop watching this show? Um, the jokes are very quotable. It's like Keith said, you can just jump right into the show wherever you want. Um, it's short, it's quick. It doesn't take a lot of time. Um, I think the thing that uh, I don't. I won't give an eight point five. I think there may be some. It was a funny episode, but there could be some better C Lab ones. Um, mm. And then I, the other thing that I really liked about the show is after I watched it, it reminded me of because I used to watch C Lab like you guys, and I would watch it on Adult Swim right before I was going to bed. So it like gave this calming feeling. It's not like an yeah. intense cartoon or anything like that. And then it actually started to remind me, oh, yeah, I used to watch this on Adult Swim. And then I started thinking of other shows that I watched on Adult Swim that we can watch here, um, like Harvey Birdman and, like, stuff like that. I was like, yes. oh, my gosh, all these shows that I used to watch and just – Oh, Keith, I was, I was also supposed to say to you, I was talking to Dustin, um, did you get that thing I sent you? <laughs> did, you did you get that, that did thing, you get that I, thing? Sent you? Yeah. <laughs> I sent you? I sent you. So uh, I, I, yeah, I give it a solid eight. It was a very good episode. And I love the show. So I think this being my first time ever seeing an episode and taking into account the way we end up rating shows, I'm going to be coming in a little bit lower at a 6.5 because on my rating scale, there has to be some accounting for animation in which this obviously doesn't really have any because it's reuse of <laughs> the other C Lab yeah. show. Yeah. And that's understandable. But like if we're gonna if we're ever gonna bring up like hey, this show had really good animation, then it's just like, well, we can't discount mm. the fact that some shows just don't have sometimes any animation. You can practically be watching them with your eyes closed. But I will say the comedy in this does a lot of heavy lifting to keep this in what I would consider a positive score for a show I've never seen before. Mm. So 6.5 Keith's pillaged buttholes. Plundered buttholes. I forgot what I said. I think it was plundered. His plunder hole. (laughs) Plundered booty holes. Um, I'm just going to about 7.87 average rating on that. Yeah, not bad. Uh, just your comment on the um, animation. I think that's mm-hmm. part of what makes the show the show. Obviously, they did that on purpose. Um, yeah. They're not going to like totally reanimate the show. And I, I actually like that part about it, how it's very simplistic and little animation done. So it's like 
Like I said before, it's not an intense cartoon or anything like that. So, well, yeah, mm. like, and I get why they do it because it yeah. probably brings your production cost down to yes. almost fucking nothing. That was the main reason. All the animation yeah. exists. Your company already owns it. Yep. And you're basically just paying writers and voice actors. Yeah. And in most cases, I don't know if it's the case with this show. A lot of cases, it's usually like maybe two or three people doing the voices of everybody. Um. Yeah, this show every character is a different voice, right? Or every oh, I every character has a different voice actor, I believe. Like I said before, I I barely was able to watch this before we even <laughs> did the did the podcast, so I was just like mm. right up to the wire. So I had no chance to. Sometimes on these things where I don't know much about them, I'll do like a ridiculously deep dive, like I did with uh, Metalocalypse, where it's just like ah, yeah. I just know everything about the show now. Fucking a, <laughs> seen one episode and can recite what happens in the entire series. Um, but yeah, C Lab. I don't know if I would specifically go out of my way to watch it more, just because. I mean, it is on HBO. It's not like something I would just put on and try and fall asleep to because I feel like that would just be, uh, for me, a weird way to fall asleep. But definitely a decent show in my mind. Yeah. Um, Especially when I compare it to some of the other shows that we've watched with similar humor, like ones that I just couldn't really get behind, like uh, Archer. Yep. I think Archer's the main one that springs to mind where I'm just like, ah, eh, this just isn't for me. Yeah. This one's pretty close to being for me just because it does have very high similarity to, like, Aqua Teen in terms of uh, humor in this one episode. Mm. Yeah, it's almost like a little bit slapstick with the ridiculousness, yeah. whereas Archer is trying to be like offensive with their humor, mm-hmm. which if it just doesn't it is hit very you, offensive. Yeah. If it doesn't hit you like because of that, it can definitely not hit you the right way. And then if you watch an episode that you're like, wow, that I don't, I don't like that. Like you're not going to go watch more. Right. Yeah. I will read, but you know what you quick. should watch more of or listen to more of our podcast. So go leave us a five star rating on Apple podcasts. Tell your friends, tell your family, as Keith would say, yell it out your window. Mm-hmm. <laughs> word of mouth. Yeah, word of mouth. Put your mouth to that butthole and just <laughs> scream it. I got Ricola. Everybody drive safe, take care, and until all are one, I've been Corey. I've been Tom. I'm Keith. I'm Dylan. (laughs) (laughs) Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Slits fights.